Welcome back, everybody, to the Grip Wild Men Who Matter podcast. It's been a while. We took the uh, week off last week from podcasting uh, for Memorial Day and got a little rest, spent some time in the mountains, and uh, it was enjoyable. But we're glad to be back with you. I am Steve Wisdom, your host, and I have my man who has suntan lines for days, Brandon Broach. Dude, this is a new phenomenon. I've been shaving my head for like 10 years, but I just, in the last year, went back to wearing a ball cap, and we got these kind of mesh back hats, and you and my wife have both made me well aware that now my, my head has these tan lines where the hat is, and so apparently I got to get out there and even it up a little bit. Well, I mean... We made it very aware because it's very aware. <laughs> it's like you put strips of tape on your head and went out in the sun. You know, like those old jokes of uh, uh, like painting sunscreen on someone sleeping on the beach. Oh, right. <laughs> nice. That's where your head looks. The problem is I never look at the back of my head. So anyway, man, we had a good weekend away. Got to play a little bit in the sunshine and see family. And we're back getting after it this week. It's been a crazy, busy, awesome month. Man, you were telling me a story the other day, and it just grabbed me because I walked in the office, and you just started shouting. And sometimes I never know what's going on when you start doing that. But uh, I came in, I pulled in the office the other day, and you had your fishing boat out front all cleaned up, shined up, been pressure washing it. And that boat's been sitting in the back, you know, all winter. And I thought, uh-oh, something's going on. I mean, did you just get a wild hair or what? Yeah, no, man, it's it's been crazy for the, it's been the first season of my life where, you know, for whatever reason, God God had some stuff in store, and so I had to I had to put fishing on the back burner. And, um, you know, last fall I covered my boat up, and I just been grinding, man. God has blessed our feed company that we have, uh, Grip Feed Company, and um, it's just been day after day, month after month for the better part of a year, just. God is just blessing it, and it's consumed all of my time. And so with with the holiday, with the weekend, I got back from being in the mountains a, a day early. And you know, I told my wife, I was like, babe, I really want to go uncover my boat and get it cleaned up. Um, I want to take the kids out this summer. And 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 so you, you got to think about it this, like since I was a child, all I, all I ever wanted to do was – fish and all I ever wanted to do was pursue competitive fishing and maybe one day be a professional fisherman and for years of my you know adult life I've pursued it and pursued it and pursued it it is like competitive fishing and really fishing in general it is it is truly my soul tie like it, it can like for whatever reason God has connected uh the world of fishing and the the act of fishing to my purpose to my soul be and i know that because of how it makes me feel how i respond and and i experienced that the other day after you know doing something for so long constantly i mean you know there's been years of my of my my life where i mean i fished well over 120 130 days a year i mean a bunch, right? Fish a lot. I fish more than most people or have in my life, but for the last season of my life, I haven't. You know, it was really like park the thing, turn the lights off, shut the doors, and God's got something else for me. And so the other day, 
I came to the shop. I hooked the boat up. I was pulling it out of the back lot, and I had to pull out back up and to get it to get turned around and get out of the back lot. And it was the craziest thing. I pulled up, and as soon as I put it in reverse and looked over my shoulder, my stomach just flipped. And you know, for lack of better terms, or or, or not being able to really explain it, like it, it was almost like how I used to feel when I was when I was getting ready for game day, when I played college football, just your stomach just went into knots. And it was just, man, as soon as I turned around, it's like my, my, the flood of emotions and memories. And it was just a really crazy feeling that for so long I haven't done it. And then something as small as putting the boat in reverse, man, just flood of emotion because you know, it's just the idea like when you're when you're back in your boat in the water, it's like, on. It's on, man. You're it, whether you're competing or you're getting to go. I mean, like that backing your boat in. There's just something about it. There's something um, magical about it. And just putting the just putting the truck in reverse the other day, it all came back. And you know, actually, you know, I, I told my wife, you know, I was power washing the boat, get it cleaned up, and. I took my shirt off and for an hour and a half just lost myself and got, my back got burnt. And so I'm like actually <laughs> feeling it today. My back's itching, it's burnt. But for an hour and a half, I'm power washing the carpet and it's, I'm just, I'm in it, dude. I'm back there where I was. And so it was just this really cool feeling that, that triggered this, this thought of, well, what is that? Like why did the simple element of just putting the boat in reverse trigger so much emotion. And I know you're not embellishing because I saw your face when you were telling me this story. And and I think we all have moments like that. There's the moment that something clicks and other things just kind of fade. You know, we just and and when that thing clicks inside of you, it's just everything changes for a moment. And a lot of those experiences for me are similar. They're, they're outdoor related. They're, they're early in the morning. There's, I become kind of whacked out the day before duck season, to be honest with you. I just stand in the garage looking at my stuff, just, I'm on a different level and and it's just passion, right? It's this thing that's inside of all of us that when we finally, when that little ember gets a spark, when that, when that little fire that that's maybe dwindling inside gets a little fresh air on it, a little oxygen, man, it just, you know, like a big campfire just roars to life. And, and, and we were just talking about it. I was thinking after you told me the story, man, there's something to that in our lives. There's something inside of us that we got to pay attention to, because I think the routine of life, the rhythm of every day, in and out, same old grind, you know, we can get beat down and I don't think the fire ever goes away, but I think it can get real small. And so when we encounter something like you encountered the other day and there's some fresh oxygen that just comes in, you know, it was for you, it was, man, it was, the, you put it in reverse, turn your head back and looked out the back window and it hits you like lightning. And I think, I think we all have those moments and the challenge is how do you pay attention to when that moment hits and what do you do when it happens? Yeah, absolutely. I think the first thing I want to encourage everyone today is it's 
you have to notice it. Like, don't don't blow it off. Like, I could have just been like, oh, that was cool. Back to boat up. Like, oh, a cool feeling. But no, like, I was, I, I let I let the moment capture me. And so when, and sometimes it's when you're in a season of, of struggle or a season of just dryness, a season of you feel like you're running in place or there's no, um, there's no enthusiasm in your life or no, there's no passion in your life. And, and sometimes the, the only way or just a way to get out of that is to notice those little things that turn your stomach, those little things that kind of get you jazzed up, those little things that, that happen throughout your day or throughout your week that was different from every other moment in your day. And you have to stop and think about, okay, w- why did that happen? Where did that come from? And it's worth a try, right? It's worth taking it and running with it. Like peel that back, dissect that, find out what it is. And I think you'll find yourself in a moment or in an exercise where you're seeing some soul connections. You're seeing some some purpose ties because those things is what dry, is what makes your soul tick like that. I mean, it goes back. Those are moments where... It, you began to see tangibly this element of, hey, when you're able to identify your passions and connect them to why you exist, everything changes in your life. And that's why I know without a shadow of a doubt, it's one of many, many times in my life why I know that not only the outdoors, but 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 fishing and the world of fishing um, has a connection to my purpose. Because it moves me in a way that rarely any other thing does. It, 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 it literally changes my reality, changes my perspective, changes my emotions, changes my mood, changes the way I pursue things when I'm around it. And you have to take that in consideration because when you start feeling those things, look, you may not always know the answer. A 12-step book may not always give you the answer. A self-help book may not always give you the answer. An exercise may not always give you an answer a mentor may not a mentor may not communicate it clear enough for you to take a step and a lot of times they do a lot of times those things help and they work but sometimes it's something as little as a stomach turn it's something as little as a a second check like i had to look twice at that because the first time moved me or caught my eye in such a way you have to Pay attention to those things because I think they are close ties to a lane. And if if you really open your eyes and your heart to it, they're close ties to a potential lane of fulfillment in your life. Well, and there's one that I want to point this out. There's a difference in this passion that we're talking about and just emotion, just feeling good, right? Because there's a lot of things that you could do and it feels good. But, but is it really sustaining? Is it fulfilling? And I think that's the difference because, you know, if, if you find, here's the question, when's the last time you did something and man, when you, you, when you were finished, man, you were just filled, you know, you weren't exhausted. You maybe were physically exhausted, but, but you just felt like, man, that was it. You know, that whatever it was, I could do that every day. You know, and that's the difference between this fulfilling passion and just a fleeting emotion of, and that, you know, I was happy, you know, I felt good, you know, it was nice, you know, you know, you feel that way after you see a movie, you know, 
but we're talking about that thing deep inside. And so when you're saying pay attention, it's not just pay attention to what feels good. It's pay attention to what's happening inside of your soul, in your spirit, in your heart. Yeah, there's good feeling that comes with it. You love fishing. You love be out there fishing. It's a great time. The people you're with, you take your kids. Yeah, but there is a feeling when you get through a fulfillment of almost peace and rest. And I, I, the way I equate it in my head is I want to do things that fill me up, that I feel refreshed after doing, even if it's hard work. I mean, we talk a lot about our hunts and duck hunting and all this other stuff. And man, there's, <laughs> I remember the day, the last time we were in Mississippi and it was blowing 20 plus miles an hour. It was freezing rain and you, <laughs> we forgot something in a bucket out in the field and you had to drive back in the side by side with no gloves. And by the time you got back, you were a popsicle. Your hands were like, frozen to the steering wheel it was miserable it was a miserable moment but overall the experience was fulfilling i'll do it again absolutely yeah and so that's the caution today is don't don't just pay attention to the 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 things that you're doing or the times that you feel good go a level deeper yeah absolutely i mean my wife can attest to this and, and and here's the harsh reality of pursuing your purpose and and chasing something great sometimes your purpose and sometimes the things that are most fulfilling in your life they will be painful getting there like when i was fishing competitively it was some of the hardest time of my life it was mentally physically emotionally spiritually pressing but it was worth it because i I knew what was on the other side. I knew what I was pursuing. And and look, anything worth pursuing, it's going to be hard at times. And don't think just because you're chasing after your God-given, God-designed, God-created purpose in life that it's going to be easy. It's It may be hard. So, so I agree with you. It can't just be what looks good, feels good. But when there's something inside of you that twitches, even if the pursuit is hard, you need to take a good hard look at it because it could be the crack of the door that leads to something extraordinary in your life. That's look, guys, we are never gonna uh, we're never gonna sit here and tell you that we're experts, that we have doctorate degrees, and that we're gonna give you some kind of psychology or anything to help you get through your struggles or get through your emptiness or, or, or pursue fulfillment in your life. All we're doing, guys, is giving you real practical examples of what we walk through day in and day out on our pursuit of fulfillment. And fulfillment, it, it's, it's not a start and finish line, guys. Like fulfillment is a lifelong pursuit of living out why you're created. And so we're just trying to give you tangible things to think about, to look for, and they're the same things that we are dealing with every week. Someone someone has recently said to me, man, I love your podcast. So encouraging, so practical. How do you keep coming up with different things? Like, how do you keep having different topics? Every week I think you're just going to run out of things to talk about. And I turned to him and said, man, it's because everything we talk about is we're, it's our lives. Like, this is, this is not scripted. This is what we are walking through day in and day out. Like, this, what we're talking about today, it happened this week. Like we're not making things up as we're going. We're simply chasing after our own fulfillment, our own purpose. We're chasing after a life that's going to be honoring to God. It's going to impact others, and it's going to be fulfilling, and it's, it's going to be rewarding. 
and we're walking it out along the way. We're not there looking back, telling you guys, look, just do this and it'll happen. We're literally just a step ahead, maybe, because I felt it this week, and I'm going to share it with you now, and maybe you'll feel it next week. And you'll be able to identify it and see it and take an action when you do. And that's our hope. That's our hope is one small step at a time. Look, guys, it's only going to take one step at a time for you to experience an extraordinarily fulfilling life in Christ. It's one step. And you think, man, really? One step? What can one little step do? And here's what you got. You got to hold on to this, guys that God's output in your life is far greater than your input. So one faithful step in your life, one little step in your life to try to get closer to Christ or try to get closer to why you exist and live it out to grow the kingdom and impact others, one small step. And God's output of that is extraordinary. God's output in that is extraordinarily bigger than that. God's output is greater than your input. Believe in that, trust in that, and if you do, then you know you can have faith in, you can have, you you can stand on the idea that if I'll just be faithful in taking one step in my life to make my life better, to improve where I'm at, to get farther down my life's journey, to get closer to fulfillment, to get closer to impacting people, then it will all work. So here's the takeaway. Here's the challenge for you this week if you're listening. If you find yourself in a place where that fire is getting low, you're not even sure if somebody asked you, man, what are you passionate about? You're not even sure today how to answer that question. Here's the challenge. This week, pay attention to those moments. If you like to write stuff down, if it happens, write it down so you can read it later. Write it in your phone. Make a note somewhere. Do whatever you have to do to notice it and remember it. Because when you start to think about it and then you unpack it, you'll get to the root of what's firing you up. Because ultimately... If you're going to chase this thing that we're talking about, you're going to find that significance in life is fueled by this passion. And sometimes we got to knock the dust off. We got to knock the rust off. You got to go back to where it began and you just got to dig it up again. I totally agree, B. And look, just to encourage you, encourage myself, encourage everybody listening. Look, how do you be a man who matters? One step at a time. One step at a time and you will be a man who matters. So until next time, look for those little things in your life. It will change everything if you'll just pay attention. Love you guys. Enjoy hanging out with you every week. Can't wait to see you again next week. We're out.